0: Welcome to the Fort Bragg PWC podcast. Today we have Monisa joining us. She is an amazing woman of Christ who's sharing her story about how important it is that we know who our identity belongs in, that our identity is in Christ. Thank you so much for listening. hi good morning my name is monisa dobbins and um today i'm gonna just be sharing um a bit of my testimony and um talking about um the identity of christ and so i just want to open us up in prayer and so father i thank you for this day Mm. i thank you for your goodness your mercy and your grace Father, we know that there is power in sharing our testimony for you receive all the honor and glory in sharing what you've done in our lives. And so, Father, I thank you that as I release this testimony, that it will reach the person or people that it is meant to reach. Father, I pray that it encourages them to seek you with their whole heart. And to um, not live in shame or guilt, for we know that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Father, I thank you and I praise you for this opportunity. And it's in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. And so uh, one of the first verses that I kind of want to um, start with is in Galatians, where it talks about um, verse five, chapter 5 and verse 16. It says, so I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify, gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They are in conflict with each other, so that you are not uh, to do whatever you want. So if we jump down to 22, we see, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, Forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. And so, um, I, a little bit background about me is I have been in church all of my life for as probably since I was four. I can remember being in vacation Bible school and, um, singing the songs, and I've just always been in church. But I would say probably about middle school is when I really started um, struggling with my true identity in Christ. And so though I had heard that statement multiple times throughout my life, I couldn't understand what it truly meant to have an identity in Christ. And I really didn't learn that. I'm 26 now until January of this year. And so, as God opened my eyes and as I accepted Jesus as Lord of my entire life, meaning my plans, my goals, my finances, every aspect of my life, I surrendered completely to Jesus. I began to look back and see how God has always been with me. He's never left me, He's never forsaken me. But as I struggled with uh, fear of rejection, as I struggle with depression and anxiety, and just the moments of um not loving myself, I understood that it was because I was living half heartedly for the world and the things of this world, social media friends, going out with and spending time with uh the wrong friends who are not um sharpening iron sharpening iron I did not have those type of friends and I I had a very religious mindset I didn't it was all about laws and, and keeping the laws so that I don't disappoint my father and as soon as I disappointed my father then oh I'm just a sinner so I might as well just keep going no like and I didn't fully grasp the understanding of having a relationship with Jesus and understanding that my core identity of who I am is to point is for my life to point and glorify him and all that I that I do and so once I was able to grasp that love once I was able to experience and encounter the love that he has for me I began to see the world in a different way and so when I talk about the fruits um, of the spirit that are found and listed here in Galatians I didn't have any joy, I didn't have any peace, and I definitely did not have any uh, self-control. I thought because um, my emotion, I was so um, emotionally dictated, like my emotions would dictate my actions, I thought because I had always been that way that I couldn't change. I, I truly believe that this is the way that God God had created me. But when we look um in 2 Corinthians 5:17 he says therefore if anyone is in Christ the new creation has come the old has gone and the new is here. And so as I encountered God and be, be and begin to uh seek him with my whole heart and allow the holy spirit to transform me, I begin to see the world in a new way. I begin to see myself in a new way. I was able to love myself and see myself through the eyes of the father as he sees me and so because of that that not only affected um, me but it affected the way that I treated my son the way that I treated my friends my family and even my spouse because I feel like throughout my life I had kind of this picture painted to people on the outside world that I was a joyous happy person always upbeat and for the most part I was but there was a deeper heart issue within me as I struggled with darkness that was a side of me that only my son and my spouse would see. And I'm sure some of you could relate to that as we create like these idols in our life. And we carry these burdens of always wanting to to grip hold of everything and be in control of everything that Jesus never meant for us to carry. And so we put those burdens on friends and we put these expectations on our spouses that they were never meant to carry. And so... As God opened my eyes, I started to see a book of the Bible that has always uh, been my favorite go-to Bible, which is the book of James. And I've read the book of James, I don't know how many times in my life, but it wasn't until this year and surrendering my entire heart to the Lord Jesus that I fully understood the meaning of what it says. Um, In verse uh, 19 of chapter 1, we see my Dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And so as we as I look back on my life and I look at all of the times that I got angry with my spouse or my child and oftentimes I would put the blame them when really the issue was inside my own heart and it even goes down further to say in verse 22 do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves do what it says anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in the mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like and so it was one of those times where I knew what the word said But because I wasn't walking by the spirit, but by the flesh, I wasn't grasping the idea of fully. I I couldn't do it on my own. It is only by the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit that empowers me to be able to have the self-control, to have the patience, the gentleness, the kindness. And it wasn't an overnight process, but it was a transformation. It was a daily choice of surrender, of choosing jesus over myself in this moment that i'm giving it we always have a choice do we want to do it god's way or do we want to do it our own way and it even goes down further to in verse 26 it says those who consider themselves religious yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless and so Reading that convicted me so much of how many times I have let careless words come out of my mouth, words that were not edifying, were not building someone up, and was definitely not speaking the truth in love. And having to go back to my gracious, gracious Father and saying, God, forgive me for that. It's a place of humility of saying, Wow, I was wrong because God's word doesn't change. No matter if I feel offended by something or i feel the need to to um to stand up for myself if it's not going in accordance with god's word it's not worth it god said there's no greater love than someone who lays down their life for the sake of someone else so if i can't uh in complete humility lay down a time where i may be wrong and say you know what i'm sorry Please forgive me, that's not what I meant, then then that's not loving my neighbor well. And that's not, that's not being able to love um, anyone well. Then so as I just share uh, the just complete freedom that comes with accepting Jesus Christ wholeheartedly as your Lord and Savior. Savior, I just pray that um, this encourages you to know that yes, we have a past, but that past does not dictate our future. The moment that we give ourselves wholeheartedly over to Jesus Christ, we become a completely new person. We see the world in a completely different way. And it's in that moment that God is then able to feel the broken places. We don't have to go, in my instance, to social media for Validation. We don't have to go, um, and again, in my instant, to friends for validation. I don't have to go even to family to, for validation, my spouse for validation. My validation alone is firm and who God says I am. I love the quote and I've repeated it to myself multiple times. I cannot afford to think about me, a thought that my father in heaven is not thinking about me. God sees me. He knows that I am seated in heavenly places, that I am strong in the Lord and the power of this might, that I am the righteousness in Christ Jesus. That is my identity of who I am. So I would encourage you to eat Uh, to even search out scripture and just write down how god sees you and to begin to declare those things over yourself i have the mind of christ i am ahead and and not the tail above and not beneath in all things i am strong the lord and the power of his might. and continue to speak and see yourself as as god sees you because i i am living proof That as we go out into this world looking for shopping or clothes or anything else to fill the void that only was created for the love of God to fill, it will not last and it will only lead to brokenness and hurt. And so I encourage you and I just leave you with um, Galatians 5, 1 that says it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. God has set you free the moment you accept Jesus as Lord of your life. The moment you repent and say, Lord, forgive me. I was not living for you wholeheartedly as I should. So I just ask you, Holy Spirit, to bring me back. Bring me back into complete relationship with the Father so that I can bear all the fruits of the Spirit and all the blessings and the love that He has created for me to um, endure. So yeah, I just bless you. And I pray that um, you have an incredible day today. Blessings, friends. Hi, thank you for listening to Protestant Women of the Chapel, Fort Bragg. We are workers together for Christ. If you've been inspired, please share our podcast with those who could use a good word.